Hello and welcome back to Sleeved and Spiritual Podcast. I am back and I am going to talk about some breath work today. Before you get started, I wanted to say that as I reread it or re-listened to it, um, I say it changes your DNA. It does not change your DNA. It changes the cells that are in your body. So when you're listening to that and you're like, geez, she's an idiot. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) I'm talking about the cells. It regenerates the cells and changes the way that your cells are in your body, not your DNA. Also, um, if you skip to the breathwork session at the end at about like 30 minutes, 29 minutes. Um, I had to add music back because the music that I was playing did not pick up. So you can't really hear the music only for a little bit. So if it sounds a little off, I'm sorry. And also with me exhaling, it sounds like a cat hissing and that's not how I sound when I'm exhaling. Um, I think it's just because this platform is like strictly for talking and so it doesn't pick out any extra things and so I was playing the music from my computer and it was only, it's only meant to pick up my voice coming from my phone. So it's like supposed to block out other noise so I can appreciate that but also it didn't work for the purpose of me doing a breathwork session. So with that being said, um, just keep that in mind and um, enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to Sleeved and Spiritual Podcast. I'm your host, Cecily Searles. This podcast is all about the relatable journey with me. I will be talking about everything from having gastric sleeve surgery to spirituality to being a mom and everything in between. Follow along for some fun, vulnerability, and hopefully some inspiration and information you never knew you needed. Let's get started. I want to explain breath work in all the ways that it can be explained. I don't really need myself. I don't really need like the science behind things. I just want to know like how they're going to make me feel. I'm a very like, I base everything off of like how it's, it's going to make me feel. I don't really need to know the ins and outs of everything. Um, but I know that there are people that need to know the ins and outs of things and needs to know the science behind it and everything from step one to step a hundred. So, and if you are that kind of person and you just kind of like, yeah, that's me, or you're the me that, um, is kind of like me. You're just kind of like go with the flow and you just like to base things off of how you feel. Um, human design can kind of give you that clarity also of like the way that you are designed to kind of be, if you will. Um, so tying that in with human design, like I said, um, when I did the human design episode, human design, breath work and coaching is going to be the three pillars of the course that I have coming up in 2023. I still do not know when exactly because I haven't ironed out all the details and I'm just kind of trying to like let things come to me as they feel good. Um, but I do know like 
the core principles of this. And so I wanted to give you guys some info of breath of human design, which I did. This is going to be breath work. And then I already recorded a coaching session uh, from a, an anonymous person. Uh, so you will be able to see uh, kind of just a very tiny glimpse of how I coach. Um, and then you can kind of you know, use that information of all three to see if something like this is um, up your alley. Or if you want to just do something individually, like you just want to start getting into human design, or you just want to start doing a breathwork session, or maybe you're interested in coaching. And it doesn't even have to be with me. You're just getting information um, about these three different things that could be great for your healing journey. So let's talk about breathwork. If you have never, ever, ever heard about breathwork ever, I'm pretty positive that you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm breathing right now. How can I, how can that be something that is healing? I already know how to breathe. I'm, I'm good. I don't need to learn anything about it. Um, breathwork is so many different types of breathing, but breathwork essentially is intentional breathing to change your state of mind, to alter your body's makeup of how it's normally going, if that makes sense. When you do breath work in a certain way, it alters the the DNA in your body. And I'll get into that later. But um, there's, so I, let's rewind a little bit. I, back in 2019, I was going to school to become an integrative healing arts practitioner. And Levi had messaged me something about this breathwork course, not course, um, like breathwork certification thing. And um, at that time I had no idea and it didn't say like the price of it. Uh, so I just kind of like ignored it. And then like a couple months later, he sent it to me again that they were like starting pretty soon. And, um, I looked at it a little bit more and it seemed even more interesting. And I kind of just like put my name in. they called me and I had a conversation with, I forgot what her name is, but had a conversation. Uh, it felt really good. And, um, a lot of the ways that I make my decisions is, um, like I said, how it makes me feel in the moment, but it's very like, like obviously the first time I just kind of just, it wasn't, it was a no for me and it just, uh, I just turned, ignored it. But the second time it was like, oh yeah, this feels good. And I just jumped right in without like actually knowing the price or anything like that. So I said yes to this certification program, not knowing anything about breath work. It just like, and I don't want to seem ungrateful, but it is, um, just one of those programs that just keeps going up and up and up. Um, and I don't think it's something that needs to keep going up, but that's just my opinion. And that doesn't matter. But, um, so started to like breathe on my own and do these like little individual breathwork sessions that you do for yourself. And, um, the first time I did it, uh, I started feeling tingling all over my body and I was like, what is going on? Like it, it, it kind of freaks you out and it, it, it didn't give you an explanation 
um, this program, or if it did, I did not, I skipped over it, um, because I was not prepared for anything that came through that happened to me. So I was very like caught off guard. Um, the first time it was just like, uh, sensations in my body didn't really feel anything like emotionally or anything. And then the next time I did it, um, I started crying, but I didn't know why, like tears were just falling out of my eyes. And because that was happening, I wasn't really like connected with what was happening also. Like I wasn't able to like dig deeper with what was happening, uh, if that makes sense. But I was very like, why am I crying? But I don't have any emotion behind it. It was, it was very odd. Um, and then the more that I did it, I realized that I am a huge mover. I like love to sway back and forth and shake my hands and, and move and the more that I move the more into it I get and as it went on when I started to learn about like what breath work is and the symptoms that it can cause during a breath work session and things that can come up during a breath work session and what things mean and um in this one good thing I will say about um, pause is that they have a trauma. They have a trauma-informed section. So you learned a lot about um, childhood trauma and how things can show up in different ways. And you learn how to approach them in an effective way. And so a lot of things that were coming up for me were obviously from my childhood and anger issues and things that I didn't even realize were affecting me, um, eating disorders and relationships with people in my family and um, mother wounds, father wounds, literally anything that <laughs> has ever been an issue in my life has come up in breathwork. And one really cool thing about breathwork, and I say this all the time, is that I say this in every breathwork session that no matter how many times you do it, it's going to be a different experience every single time you do it. No matter what intention you set, it's going to be what needs to be in that moment, in that session for you, not for anybody else. We set intentions um, for the purpose of having an intention so that you have something to focus on. Uh, while it starts, but your body completely takes over when you do a meditative breathwork session. So your body takes over and while you have this intention in your brain and in your body somewhat, your your body has its own intention. And your body's intention always is to keep you in a grounded state to keep you in a safe, loving state. So it's going to release whatever it needs to in that moment to get you to that point. And it might not be able, that you might have a lot of shit going on. You might have a lot of shit from your past. You might have a lot of shit in the moment. So although that that's your body's intention, that doesn't mean that in one session you're going to feel grounded and loved and, and all of those things right off the bat. But it does get you one step closer. It does get you into a state of 
relief. It does get you into a state of a little bit better, if that makes any sense. So has a lot more affordable things too. Um, but th- there's a good uh, book that he has that teaches you a lot more about breath work. And um, if you're interested in that, go ahead and do that. So kind of going into like the science of breath work. So the way that we naturally breathe is taking oxygen into the throat and into the lungs and then it goes into the bloodstream and then it changes into carbon dioxide, obviously, right? We learned about that. So when we breathe, it's so much more healthier and uh, I don't know the word I'm trying to find, but it's healthier for us to breathe in and out of our nose. It sends a message to our brain that we are safe in that moment when we're breathing in our nose and out of our nose. When we are mouth breathing, it's a more active breath. It sends a message to the body that we're kind of out of balance, which is like um, why when you're running or whatever, you're, or you're out of breath, you breathe out of your mouth, right? And then when you start to like calm yourself down, it's more of a nostril breath, right? So our bodies are always trying to stay in homeostasis, which is just like our bodies being in this natural state of groundedness, right? So when we do breath work, it increases our ability to stay in homeostasis. So when we are not in homeostasis, we're in allostasis, which is just like the process of trying to get back to homeostasis. So, I mean, for a majority of people, we are constantly in allostasis. We're constantly trying to get back to that feeling of groundedness and and safety in our bodies. But a majority of people don't know how to do that. Like, a lot of the time we're constantly trying to avoid any negative feelings. And so, and this kind of goes into like Buddhism, like Buddhism is suffering is inevitable, but you trying to not be in that suffering state is bringing you suffering by you constantly trying to avoid anything bad happening. You constantly trying to avoid any bad emotions, which no, there's nothing good or bad, but you know what I mean? Like you're trying to avoid anything but happiness and joy, which is bringing you on anything but happiness and joy. So when you learn to give yourself more capacity, which can go into this, which is like window of tolerance, the capacity to deal with emotions, to deal with things that come into your bubble, your aura, your, your life, when you have more of that capacity to deal with that, you can get back into your grounded state, your homeostasis, the part where you are not trying to avoid all of these things because you deal with it in the moment and then it just goes away. So breath work is like a bottom up healing kind of modality. Um, Bottom up meaning it's 
moving from your body and nervous system out rather than like things like uh, talk therapy and mindset work and belief work. All of that is like top down therapy where it's changing your mind and then your body's going to come after. That's all important work, but none of it is really going to land in you. None of it's really going to stick with you if your body isn't on the same page with your mind. So the reason why I like breath work and the reason why it's a bottom up healing modality is because you start from your body and move outwards. You're starting to ground your nervous system, regulate your nervous system, get through all of the bullshit before you get into your mind. And when you get into your body and regulate your nervous system that way, your mind kind of just follows suits because you're, it's like believing what your body just went through because your body is sending messages to your brain as this is happening, where it's changing the way that your mind is configured, where things can start to shift and things that may be used to be true in your childhood, like coping mechanisms and, and ways that you got attention and, and ways that you thought you got love and, and triggers and the way that you respond to things. When you do it with, when you do things like breath work in a body work, somatic way, it changes the way that your mind reacts to things. And that's what I was talking about earlier when I said that it literally changes your DNA. It changes the, the, the way that your DNA strands are moving or how they're configured and makes it so that the brain wires, I can't think of like the actual words because I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not, not great at the scientific words. Like I said, science doesn't really interest me the way that things help or the way that things make me feel interests me, but I'm trying my hardest to explain this in a scientific way. It changes the way that your brain is wired that way it's easier for you to actually like believe what your body is saying. So doing breath work puts us out of homeostasis on purpose. So like I said, when you're breathing out of your mouth, it's telling your body that you're out of balance. But when you do breath work, we're doing it on purpose because open mouth breathing causes the CO2, the carbon dioxide, it's being exhaled more rapidly. So as that is happening, your blood is becoming more alkaline. So physical things that can happen while this, this purpose, purposely uh, getting out of homeostasis is a lot of tingling. Tingling happens all over your body. Like when your foot falls asleep, it happens all over your body. Well, it can happen all over your body. It depends on you. It depends on your experience, but tingling is a very common thing that happens. Also, um, tetany, tetany can happen. It's tetany is tightening of your muscles. So that can happen 
all over your body, but it mostly happens in your hands and in your mouth. Um, I've noticed that especially um, when you're breathing out of your mouth and you're doing a blowing, like making an O shape with your mouth, I've noticed that tetany happens in your mouth a lot more if you do that. So I like to like relax my jaw, relax my mouth when I am breathing out of my mouth. Um, that helps a little bit. Um, but it activates our body's sympathetic nervous system when we're doing this. So it has also this emotional release that comes with it. Um, there's a lot more physical things that comes with it, like temperature change, um, you can get a headache, sometimes cramping. So it activates our sympathetic nervous system. So in our brain, there's the cerebral cortex, the limbic system, and the brain stem. So the brain stem is the one that's like right at the bottom. That's our survival mode. So our body is constantly trying to be safe. And the limbic system is over it. And that is our monkey brain. There are emotional emotionality in ourselves. Then the cerebral cortex is our thinking and learning where we, where we connect the dots of things. So that's how we like, oh, X, Y, Z is from this. And so in breath work, you are purposely getting yourself out of homeostasis, which your body is like, oh, fuck, I don't like this. I don't, I don't feel safe. I don't normally do this. This is not normal. I don't breathe in this way. So your body can start to trigger in your brainstem that it's not safe. And as this is happening, then the emotions are triggered and the brains that not the brainstem, but the cerebral cortex is like going off by, um, sending triggers like, okay, you're not safe because this is how it feels when you're not safe. So it's connecting the dots with breath work as it's happening. You're being, you're doing it backwards, right? So although you're in a meditative state, you can't really control what comes through your brain. And so you have to make those decisions and in the moment, just let the thought go by and allow your body to do the work that it is intending to do. And just let your mind kind of take a back seat for the 15 to hour and a half, 15 minutes to an hour and a half of however long you're breathing. So I feel like I explained the science of breath work. Um, I'm going to explain a little bit about like the healing part of it, um, how it works for for me, the way that I kind of explain it to people that that think like me. So we have this window of tolerance of what we can and can't deal with in the moment. And what creates trauma. So trauma is just events that are stored in the body that you can't process in that moment. So say, okay, I'm just going to use me for example. Um, when I was younger, 
we all know this, unless this is your very first time listening to me, that I was sexually abused when I was younger. So as a child, no one is prepared for that. So I didn't know how to deal with that in that moment. My coping mechanism was basically like fawning, just letting it happen and kind of being very confused of what's going on. Um, so that was not in my window of tolerance to accept and deal with in that moment. So it kind of just stored in my body. And then when things came on later in life, um, that brought that off, brought that up, I would go back into that same way of coping, which is like, just, okay, this is going to happen. I'm just going to get a little depressed about this and, and shut down and, um, not really talk to anybody and, or I'll be very short with somebody. And, um, okay. So that, that's your, your window of tolerance is, is what you're capable of dealing with in that moment. So outside of the window of tolerance, you have hypoarousal and hyperarousal. Hyperarousal is when you get very angry. It's fight or flight mode. You're the angry, you are destructive, you're just quick to be upset. Hypoarousal is fawning, freezing, depression, digestive issues, chronic fatigue, anxiety, things like that. So when you do breath work, it increases your window of tolerance. So when tiny things happen, you don't go straight into a a mode of stress. You can handle it in the moment and it doesn't stay with you. Um, Even when big things happen, did you ever, you ever wonder like how, some things happen to people, like if someone gets in a car accident or someone gets held at gunpoint, and although those are traumatic things that happen, it af- it affects people differently because they deal with things differently. So if you see someone who didn't really deal with it, they just moved on right away, later on, they could have problems down the road, like anger problems or being scared at certain things or anything. Whereas someone who maybe went to therapy right away or spent the first couple weeks crying or talking to somebody about it or confronting the person that did something, uh, those people that dealt with it in the moment or very close to it, are most likely not going to have lingering issues later on because of that event, because they dealt with it in the moment and it has nothing, it it was in their window of tolerance. Doesn't mean that it's not a traumatic thing. Doesn't mean that it wasn't a serious event. It just means that they dealt with it differently in the moment. So the reason why we have small windows of tolerance is because we avoid what is actually happening. So we go into hyper or hypo arousal, which is a lot of stress and irregulated emotions, snapping at people, crying at the drop of a hat, just so much. So breath work increases your window of tolerance. It has so much, it makes it so that you 
are just like a calmer person. (laughs) Like, I really don't even know how to explain it in a better way. It just, I know that when I am getting super triggered very easily and, and, and a, a lot more often, I know that I need breath work. I know that when I am getting snappy or uh, I'm I'm overly emotional, um, I don't think that there's a, a problem with being emotional at all. But if I am easily being able to cry or easily being upset, I know that there's something that needs to be let go under the surface and I need breath work. Um, and the more that I do breath work when I was doing it a lot more often, which I want to get back to, but, uh, after my father-in-law's passing, I stopped doing breath work because I was avoiding because that was like a very traumatic thing that happened. And I was avoiding my emotions for a long time. And now that I did ayahuasca and kind of like dealt with that smacking me in the face, I have done a little bit more breath work and I'm starting to do it more often because I know that it helps me be the best version of me. So breath work is essentially amazing. (laughs) It's such a fucking great tool. Every time I do a session, whether it's a group session or individual session, no matter if it's the person's first time or the person, I think I've worked with someone about 25 times, probably a little bit more than that. Um, Every single time they're like, oh, this is exactly what I needed. I feel so much better. Or sometimes they just feel triggered after, which can happen, but they still feel a sense of lightness to their body. Like they They know that something got released, but they don't quite know what it was that was released, if that makes sense. I want to lead you in a breathwork session. So if you're listening to this and you're driving, please pause this and come back to this. Do not, I repeat, do not do this while you're driving. If you are ready to do this, you're going to get into a comfortable lying position, lying flat, nothing under your neck. And you are going to be lying flat. You can get a blanket if you want. You can get a a pillow underneath your knees if you would like. And we are going to just breathe for 10 minutes And we're going to set the intention that whatever needs to be released in this moment is going to be released for your highest good. Very simple, very in the moment. And the breath that you're going to do is just in through the nose, out through the mouth, but in a... continuous way. So this is called the halo active breath. And it sounds like this. So it's not a relaxed breath. You're not doing it as you're just breathing right now. You're going to 
you can, you don't have to do it as quickly, but you're going to do it continually. So it's not like, it's, I'm going to start playing some music. Go ahead and start to breathe deeply in through your nose before you start the pattern. Some deep cleansing breaths. Last deep cleansing breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Deep sigh. And whenever you're ready, start breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth continuously. with the intention that whatever needs to come through is going to come through for your highest good. It's very common for you to feel lightheaded right now, even with those breaths that you just did. breathing allow your body to just breathe in this pattern it might feel different it might feel like you don't want to do it push through that's just fear in your mind that is not your body okay to yawn allow your body to fully yawn allow your body to move in any way that feels good comes up for me and knowing that it is for my highest good.
reminding your body and your mind that you are safe in this moment. You are safe to breathe, allowing any emotions, any sensations, any thoughts to come through. Allowing those thoughts to just be there. Don't focus on them. Be an observer to the thoughts. Come back to your breath and just breathe. Keep breathing. I am safe in my body. I am safe to feel whatever comes up for me. I do not need to know why I am feeling these emotions. I trust that this is for my highest good. Keep breathing. Move your body, stretch out your hands, shake your hands, do whatever feels right. Massage your arms, massage your legs, squeeze whatever feels tight and release. All you have to do is keep breathing. I know this feels different. I know this feels weird. I promise you will feel a sense of relief when you're done. You are activating parts of your body that are not normally activated, but that feel so good in the end. If you want, you can do a big sigh on your exhale. Um, 
I am safe to feel. I'm safe to feel what is coming up for me. I trust that I know exactly what is right for me. I'm safe to breathe. I just have to keep breathing. yourself let go of the breath come back to your breath your normal breath allow your brain to catch up with your body still being observer to any thoughts that are coming through moving your body however it feels right It might feel good to give yourself a hug, to shake out your hands, to squeeze your arms. I invite you to bring your hand to your heart. Just feel that heartbeat underneath your hand. Feel that life force, the way that your body is reacting to that invigorating breath that you just did. That was a quick 10 minute breath. And however you're feeling is exactly right for you. There's no wrong way to feel. If you have questions about how you're feeling or want to talk about it, feel free to email me or message me on Instagram, Sleeved and Spiritual. Email me at cecilysearlscoaching at gmail. Go ahead and journal if that feels right for you. Talk it out loud. Just be in this moment with yourself and kind of reground yourself and come to a point where you feel grounded enough to go back and to do whatever it is you need to do, but with a more focused mind. Breathwork increases our focus, increases our window of tolerance. It invigorates our bloodstream. It reduces inflammation. It does so much physically for your body, spiritually for your soul, mentally for your mind. It does so much great things, so many great things. I invite you to find, even if it's not with me, find a new breathwork practice and you can keep this and go back to it 
and you can do it every morning or you can set your timer for five minutes and breathe. This is such an easy way to incorporate your breath. I hope that you feel invigorated and ready to go and do whatever it is you need to do right now. I hope you learned a little bit about breath work and why it's so important to your healing journey and just your everyday life. And it's so much more than the breathing that you're doing just to keep you alive. This is breathing to keep your soul and mental capacity alive. So I hope that you enjoyed this. I hope that you learned a lot. Come back next week for the coaching session. And if you have any questions or think that somebody would enjoy this, send this to them, subscribe to this podcast and keep sharing and keep being awesome. I love you so much and have a fabulous day.